one that is closer to the goal than me, I'm gonna pass it to him. Just because of the way I, the is because of the way I have uh, the the way I've been like uh, the way I've been developed outdoor is because I'm center back. Yes. If I go forward or things like that, I'm always gonna look for a pass. Yes. I'm gonna dribble one guy. I'm gonna look for a pass, and after that, I'm gonna keep going and I'm gonna look for a pass. If, for example, like I'm close like to the box and I'm like ready to shoot, I always know that someone is on a better place and more skillful than me to put that in the net. So I'm gonna look for the pass all the time. Even when I, for example, I played on the street or things like that, I like like playing and moving, playing and moving. So me, my first thought when I have the ball is like either I dribble or I pass. I don't think about shooting. Shooting is my last option. Wow. And so, so the thing is like indoor is not like this. Indoor, as soon as we we call it like uh, the um, so you have like uh, the box and after yeah. that like you have a little you have a line that is in front. We call that yeah. line the the yellow line. As soon as you pass that yellow line and you're like on top of the box or things like that, like they told me like, Will, don't it's even good. think about passing, you have to shoot, you know? And me in my head, I'm like, but if I'm not sure to score, why would I shoot, you know? All right. Um, welcome, everyone, to Mo Football uh, Podcast. And today we have uh, Wilfred Yancy. And one of the biggest questions that others have so far is why the name Frenchie on the back of your jersey? Um, so for my first year, for my first year, I was coaching, uh, I was with Coach Everton and, uh, I was the only French guy over there. So he just called me Frenchy and I guess like all of the teammates called me Frenchy. And so this is why Frenchy, that's it is because of Coach Everton. So if you have to ask him why he called me like that, that's on him. Is that a good question to ask or that's a really dangerous? No, 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 you can ask, you can ask. After that, like, it might make it dangerous, but on the first place, it is not. All right. It is not, it is not. Oh. So you, you thought we were going to do the normal interview, like, so, I mean, you know, just, you know, straight to questions. And one of the reasons why I kind of started this podcast is um, myself just moving to St. Louis a few years back. Mm -hmm. I didn't really have that much people to talk soccer or football with. Mm -hmm. So now that we have teams and the ambush came into play, um, I thought, why not just start to get to know a little bit more about the players on more the personal side of things mm -hmm. and talk a little bit about soccer at the same time. And you probably will see a lot of us bounce from one team to another within St. Louis. So there was been a lot of ask on just getting to know the guys a little bit more mm -hmm. and how we can support you guys as much as we can. Okay. So just to get started, for those that don't know you as much, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, first of all, in US, no one calls me uh, Wilfried. No one, because like I come from France, so the way we say the R, we say the R with our cough, so no one can say that. So Will is way easier. Uh, after that, I'm 28. When I'm not playing uh, soccer, I'm coaching soccer right now at Lufus. I've like four teams over there. Uh, I have an undergrad in France in a bachelor in business and administration. I have a master in education with emphasis at with emphasis on strategic administration from Central Methodist University, which is in Columbia, Missouri, close to close to Mizu. Uh, it's been Six years that I'm in uh, that I'm in US. Four years gonna be my fifth year. I'm in Saint Louis. Yep. 
uh, have a wife, have a, I pay my mortgage, <laughs> two cars, one for my wife, one for me, and that's about it. Sounds like the, the American life. Yeah, and I have a green card, so I'm oh, good. All right. <laughs> so well, I'm good. Yes, both of us, both of us, so uh -huh. we're doing good on that part. So just to kind of bring it back a little bit um, backward, so you are from France, and so could you tell us a little bit more about, you know, where in France and how it came about that um, you also went to PhD Academy, which mm -hmm. is kind of close to, to my heart because I'm from Sarcelles, which is, mm -hmm. you know, the value de yeah, yeah. Paris. Alors, could you tell us a little bit more about first, you know, how you came about soccer and then to PhD? So I come from, uh, I come from Mont la Jolie, which is like uh, on the west uh, side of Paris. Uh, over there, we play a lot on the street, so that's how I knew how to play. Uh, PSG contacted me after I played against their team. Uh, it was when? It was when I think I had like eight or nine years old. Uh, yeah, I played a good game over there. One of their center back injured me after I dribbled him at the last minute of the game. And after that, they asked me for trial. Uh, I went on trial over there. Uh, I think like, yeah, yeah, my guy Ferdinand Mendy was there at that time, the guy that plays for Madrid. Nice. Uh, yeah, so when, I, when we went on trial, we went on trial, they brought me to Belgium to play a tournament over there. So yeah, we have like a lot of guys that, were, that are pro right now. When I think about it, our generation was pretty good. Uh, all, on our, trial, all, all our generations are good. <laughs> I guess, <laughs> I guess. We're biased. <laughs> <laughs> so when I went on trial there. In, in a tournament in Belgium, we lost in quarter final, I think, for what I remember against Lyon. But they still took me on the team, and since then, yeah, I've been there until until I got 18 years old. Didn't sign me a professional contract, so after that, uh, my dad was like, either you go, either you keep playing, or you go studying, but if you keep playing, be careful because if you don't have any degrees or things like that, if you just have like your uh, your high school high school diploma that we call in French uh, baccalauréat, so bac, uh, it's gonna be hard. So I went all the way to Nantes to do my undergrad over there at uh, Odentia at Odentia Bachelor or Odentia. I don't even know how they call this. We used to, they, call, they used to call that like uh, École Atlantique de Commerce, so EAC. Uh, went there. Uh, so in France, we don't do four years of undergrad. We only do, we only do three years. So I did three years of uh, undergrad. As after I graduated, I tried to play. Uh, no, I kept playing while I was undergrad. I played for a team named Carquefou. They were on, uh, now we call that national one. But before we we called that national, I was playing for uh, I was playing for the second team because I could not make practice because of uh, because of school, so my level dropped a little bit. Yeah. Uh, after I after I tried undergrad, uh, I went to Bulgaria, went to Belgium, but it didn't work out for me. And uh, after that. I always wanted like to play to to speak English a little bit, you know. So 
uh, what happened is that my agent at the time told me like, bro, if you wanna, if you wanna, if you wanna learn English and still play, uh, go to US. Yeah. Yeah. Like with yeah. your level, they're gonna give you a full scholarship and you're gonna be able to play. The thing is like, I already had like professional contract uh, back home, so not eligible for D1. And uh, but NAI took me. I don't know how. Got eligible <laughs> two years. Perfect. So uh, yeah, I did my master. Uh, my, my, I did my master in Central Methodist University. Uh, I did two years there. Actually, like I didn't even care which program they had. So like they were like, oh, like uh, I was like uh, anything that is with sport, I'm taking yeah, it. So yeah. I took that one. It was uh, it was actually to be as either like athletic director in a sport organization, you know, or uh, or you end up coach. I was like, oh, cool, I'll do that. Either so, way, still playing either way, I'm still playing. But the, the thing is, like, no one told me on the first place that season were super short in college. You play, you play, you play, uh, you play, uh, you play every three days from August to December. Me, I put, uh, uh, yeah, me, I put you will be the same thing uh, on spring, and on spring there's nothing. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, what I think about it, like, no, those guys got me good on this one. I should have made my homework. I should have made my homework. But after that, like, uh, he ended up being good uh, because I was the only French guy in the first place. He helped me a lot with English. And, uh, I still have like a lot of friends from uh, from this school because it was a small school, so everyone knew a little bit of each other. You know, we talked a lot, did a lot of partying and everything. You know, so it was pretty nice. We had a good team as well because we won nationals. We won nationals, but I don't even know where is my ring, by the way. I need to find it. That's a good question. That, that's one thing that you actually have to wear and walk around, you know, people. Yeah, but that thing is huge. It's massive. So, like, uh, like yeah, it doesn't fit with my finger, you know? Like, a wedding ring is way better, you know? It's small. Cool. It's the American way, though. You know? Yeah. You have rings, you got to wear them. No, you know? that, that ring is massive. It's, like, over somewhere, like, in a, in a, in his box. Somewhere in my uh, in my basement, I need to find it. No, I need to find it for yeah. alumni purposes, you know. And uh, and after that, like yeah, yeah, we were nationals. I end up being like first team all American and things like that. So it was a pretty good two years for me. And then after I graduate, uh, what did I do? I went to Florida for three months, playing like USL two. Uh, then after that, like, uh, the coach that asked me to go there, so Clay Roberts, like, was telling, if you want to play indoor, go ahead. And me, in my head, I was like, because I wanted to play, I, uh, I tried for Embush, they took me. And after that, since then, uh, I didn't leave. That's it. So five years in the making from there. And yeah, it's my fifth season right now. Fifth season, I finally start to understand indoor a little bit better, you know? So, like, hopefully it's going to be better because, like, well, before I didn't care. My first year, I was like, well, I'm just gonna, because like on my uh, marketing agency, it was pretty nice. It was pretty nice. So I was like, as soon as my OPT is done, I'm going back to Europe. Yeah, and uh, yeah, at the, end, at the end of the day, I end up staying. Yeah, that's the thing about St. Louis is, um, that's why I thought after college too, I'll probably be somewhere else. But mm -hmm. yeah, I am 20 years. And um, so definitely, so one of the question is, um, I don't know if you also play futsal. Growing up in France, um, either if you did, was there any adjusting from like you know futsal to um, indoor? 
Yeah, when uh, so in France we play all year long. So yes. you play you play outdoor until it's super cold, and after that, like you play futsal. Some uh, the good thing is that uh, we have uh, your community, the what we call the mayor, which is like the city hall and things like that. They do like a lot of stuff like for neighborhoods sometimes when they want to. So we we used to have access to a gym in which like uh, we did futsal with like uh, the people from the neighborhood, you know. So like my co my cousin is from the village at Montlavo Montlaville, and uh, that's where I played the most futsal. No, I played futsal as well at Emeberjal too uh, at Montlajoli, at Montlajoli au Valforêt, au Valforêt 78. Ouais, so. 78. Uh -huh. Et moi, je, moi, je suis 9-5, Sarcelle. 9-5, Sarcelle, ouais, c'est à peu près là. It's a, it's, a, it's a little bit the same thing, yeah. So yeah, I played futsal. The thing is that the boards are making the game all different. Yes. The way you're defending like a futsal with actually a line, pushing someone to the line on the board, it doesn't work. You can just one-two with the board and be gone. Be gone. It's, yeah. the, it's not the same thing, you know? Even like the, even like uh, indoor, indoor technically, technically, if you're not very great at running with the ball, you can still figure it out because at the end of the day, the ball never gonna get out if you push the ball yeah, to the board, you know? So a lot of people get away with it. After that, indoor, indoor is more physical. Yeah, I definitely saw that. It's more physical. You have to be strong on the, you have to be strong on the 50-50 ball. You have to be able to know when to sub, when to take someone 1v1, when to calm the game down, you know? And after that, according to, uh, to the coach that you're gonna have, you need to adapt, adapt your, uh, your way to play. Yeah, because I, I definitely saw it from the last game, you know, that you have to kind of hold, when you have your back to the goal, mm -hmm. you kind of have to hold up a little bit more. And it almost looks like um, Giroud does it with France and Milan, you know, where he just passes the ball and then holds it to, and then pass it to whoever is open. But um, so what would you say is kind of the, the biggest adjustment to indoor? Because some of us, um, I'll say ambush can I came about knowing Ambush maybe two or three years ago. Nah, so, been, the so organization has been 10 years is there. You, oh, you've oh, been, oh, you've yes. been sleeping on us, guys. You've uh, been sleeping yes, on us. We, we have. We, uh, I will say I have. A lot of people have been to the Ambush game, you know, growing up. But I think maybe if it's, you know, maybe the marketing or any, you know, the made aware of how well the team is doing, maybe that's was sort of different. I don't know. That's not a question for yeah, me on yeah. this one. Huh? <laughs> so that's so that was one of those reasons now, especially that I kind of to attend more of those games and events. Um, especially knowing that you know there's a team and you guys are doing pretty well. So it's always nice to see more. Yes, soccer never hurts. Mm -hmm. And um, so what would you say to some of the people that maybe not too familiar with it on how fun the atmosphere? is doing indoor games uh me right now I like indoor better because i'm older so okay. uh you don't have to deal with the cold it's never is always a good weather at the family arena after that like you have to come with hair plugs because there's too much noise you have the kids that screams all the time you have like the scream cannon ah! if you're not on the field with us when you're on the field you don't hear nothing but when you're on the side or like on the on the on the on the stands Oh yeah, you can hear them. You kids are loud, but it's a good thing, though. Keep it up. And after that, like um, the the good thing about indoor, 
as a, as a fan, you see way more goals. Yep. Way more goals. There is no much, no too much out of bounds. And when you don't know too much about tactics on soccer, like uh, there is no, there is no uh, in outdoor. Often the way I, the way I learned it. Sometimes you have like strong time and uh, and uh, and a weak time, in which like sometimes like you need to, to figure to know when me yeah, I play center back or uh, I play center defensive mid. So the way I'm gonna play, the way I'm gonna play is gonna dictate as well what uh, what uh, what my uh, front line is gonna do. If I want to play more, if I want to play more faster, I'm gonna send more long balls to the space. If I want to calm the game down, I'm gonna play more lateral. Side to side, let, let you the time to build up, to uh, to think about how like the over defense reacts to to fakes, to uh, to uh, to faking a long ball. If they if they're gonna drop back, if they're gonna still stay, you know, like is way more outdoor, is way more uh, tactics, not tactics. How I'm gonna say that outdoor? The tactics is more subtle than indoor. On indoor, on indoor, we still have tactics, but you're not gonna see it. You're not gonna see it because sometimes it looks like everyone's running at all the places, and it's not the case. So it makes it a little bit more fun because you see more goals to goals, and you don't see like too much of a build up of the play. So for a fan, it's way, it's way better because you're gonna see more one on one. You're gonna see more people taking on. You're gonna see more. Uh, you're gonna see more skills as well. Than outdoor in which like, you're gonna see more passing. Yeah, I could de- I could definitely see that. Um, you know, if a team is like think too much when it comes to the game, you know, yeah. out indoor you can be you can do 15 passes before you even get to the box. But it looks like indoor is like one or two passes. If not, you're going to lose the ball and it's going to score on the other side. And reflex. It looks like you guys are a lot faster because if you hit the ball to the wall, it comes right back to you yeah. or to the goal. Um, I've definitely been impressed by the goal, especially because it looks like those balls, when they come, you know, indoor, when you have that big distance, someone can shoot the ball very hard, but there's still that distance for you to see the ball. Although, but in, yeah. in, indoor, it's like, it's a shot and then it's in your net. Um, so what would you say is like kind of impress you when it comes to goalies and, you know, and how do you score goals when knowing that you know, you know, ten second run to the box, and then the goal is in front of you, and you have a smaller goal to score on? What goes to your mind? You know, you pick the upper ninety, lower ninety. What you know, help you Ooh. determine that? <laughs> or uh, don't say too much for you know. No, 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 no. I can, I cannot say it. It makes me laugh because yeah. if my teammates gonna look at this right now, they're gonna be like, Will is the worst guy to answer this question. Yeah. Okay. The worst. Well, because I, I never shoot. <laughs> I never shoot. I saw you scored. Nah, so. like this one, this one, because I had no choice. Uh, like, look, look, look. Me, my process is very simple. If, if, uh, I run with the ball and I see someone that is closer to the goal than me, I'm gonna pass it to him. Just because of the way I, the is because of the way I have uh, the the way I've been like uh, the way I've been developed outdoor is because I'm center back. Yes. If I go forward or things like that, I'm always gonna look for a pass. Yes. I'm gonna dribble one guy. I'm gonna look for a pass, and after that, I'm gonna keep going and I'm gonna look for a pass. If, for example, like I'm close like to the box and I'm like ready to shoot, I always know that someone is on a better place 
and more skillful than me to put that in a net. So I'm going to look for the pass all the time. Even when I, for example, I played on the street or things like that, I like like playing and moving, playing and moving. So me, my first foot, when I have the ball, is like either I dribble or I pass. I don't think about shooting. Shooting is my last option. Wow. And so, so the thing is like indoor is not like this. Indoor, as soon as we, we call it like uh, the, um, so you have like uh, the box and after yeah. that, like you have a little, you have a line that is in front. We call that line the, lay, the yellow line. Yeah. As soon as you pass that yellow line and you're like on top of the box or things like that, like they told me like, we yes. don't even think about passing, you have to shoot, you know? And me in my head, I'm like, but if I'm not sure to score, why would I shoot, you know? Because me, like, uh, once again, I've been developed like this. If you shoot, you have to shoot to score. Yes. If you're not sure to score, you don't shoot. You know, so like this, we can keep the ball, but indoor is not like this. You have to create chaos. And to create chaos, you have to shoot. You have to bang that ball. After that, either like there is a deflection, a defender that's going to touch it is going to go to the goal. The goalie is going to like push it to someone's head and after that, someone's going to score. And even if you miss the, even if you miss the net, it's not going to go out yeah, because there is no ball. Right it bounces back and has to shoot again. And like, uh, yeah, so it's it takes a lot of time like especially like for seasoned outdoor players to come back indoor and to change the, their whole system after especially when for example you're uh, you play defense your whole time you play defense especially in europe the way we play defense is like you're a good defender you're good at at 1v1 not losing the not, not uh, blocking the shots or uh, or uh, making sure that another guy doesn't shoot, yeah. or uh, delay the defense to make sure to push him back. If you can win the ball, you win the ball. But in any case, you don't let him go forward. So on this one, I keep I, I keep having this. So I'm good at it. I'm good at making sure that people doesn't go doesn't pass go forward me. too much yeah. or pass me to shoot. Then after that, like my passings are uh, my passings are great. Like even if like people are pressuring me, I still find a way to pass it for counter attack. So I'm good. I can project myself forward. So that's everything that outdoor on this one, everything that I've learned outdoor, I can translate to indoor for this. Now, indoor, indoor, even though you're center back, like now you, I play defense, so like either you're right defense or left defense, there's only two defenders. So on this one, you're closer to the goal. So now you have to add on your skill, the mindset of shooting. Sure. And yes. shooting is, has nothing to do, but at the end of the day, the first thing it has nothing to do, but technique is about mindset. You need to go close to the goal and think like, yeah, the space is over there. You need to shoot there. And if you do that, if your first thing is about shooting, you cannot see the people that are open on the pass. Yes. So it's a choice after that. You have to recognize like the options and things like that. And me, my option is like, I'm going to look for other people first. And because like the, get, the, the goal is like, close, is like uh, closer to you, other people are closer to you too. Yep. So if you, don't see that shot, if you don't see that shot straight away, Huh? and you look for the pass first, but when everyone sees that that open shot is here, the time that you look for the pass, the guy has can close that little gap that you had before, and after that, he's done. Yeah. So it's pretty it's pretty complex, but you get used to it. Yeah, I, I definitely saw, and I was watching some of the, the, re, the past games, and you can definitely see that they, you know, the upper 90 and lower 90 is like almost people's prefer sides to scoring goals mm. would you say that's no it depends or? it depends for example uh, for example uh, you have some goalkeepers that are it's pretty hard for them like to go low on the ground so yeah. that's where you're gonna shoot yeah. and after that like you get some guys that likes to dive straight away so you have to shoot high you know 
After that, I know like uh, a lot of people that plays target. Target is the is the is the closest guy, the closest forward to the goal. Okay. Those guys are studying like goalkeepers. Okay, which one? Which uh, uh, what what is the goalkeeper habits? Does he like, for example, to go down on a shot? Does he like to go high? Because for goalkeeper, sometimes it's reaction. Yeah. It's oh, not just uh, it's not just uh, it's not just like okay, if his foot is under the ball, it means he's gonna good. go this way. Sometimes it is like that, but sometimes it goes too fast. So you have to make a decision, you know. And I know like a lot of guys are studying this. So, but me, it's not my problem. Me, like me on the first you, place, you I'm thinking ask, about yes. like I'm passing, you know. Now I'm going to have to study more like where like goalkeepers are to be able to shoot because at the end of the day, uh, you can play a good game to be elite in this, uh, in this league, mm -hmm. especially in US to be elite, you need stats. You need stats. Yeah, that needs to yeah. happen, you know. These days, stats are the, the biggest thing that people look at. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Even so, though yeah. I'm, I'm probably one of those peers where, you know, I have a lot of friends that do look at a lot of the stats. And, you know, after the games, where they always give me all the numbers. At 99% of the time, I don't even look at them. It was like, oh, I, I, saw, I watched the whole game and I like to see, you know, where the guys run to, the kick, the passes. But numbers... I guess I'm not too big, big on. Maybe I'm too no. old school, I guess. No, after that, like, you need stats, though. You need stats because at the end of the day, like, uh, you need to win the game, you know? So you need stats. After that, what I'm saying is that stats is not just the whole thing. It's not because, like, you're scoring three goals that you play a good game. Sometimes it's oh, just no. that you have three opportunities, you score them, and you're done, you know? But if, if like, culture, if you're culturally, like, you're not, like, uh, you're not like uh, educated to like study the game, you know. You're just gonna see like he scored three goals. He did an amazing job and good job, you know. Yeah, so, that's that could the score is misleading a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Yes, awesome. Yeah. So and I guess to bring it back to one last. Um. So you mentioned that indoor was not really, I guess, in, in like your view. So what is your thought now from you know when you first started to your year five? Mm. Is it more enjoyable now as you go for the season? On the first place, indoor wasn't my first thought, just because like I didn't know that uh, I didn't know that uh, how I say that I didn't know that you could you could uh, you could have like so much opportunity to do good things with it. For example, yeah. like I didn't know that indoor would be like. Uh, a way for kids like to look at you and be like oh yeah he's playing he's professional or things like that you know i never thought like people would say like i'm professional because i play indoor yeah. so i always thought like indoor was just like a way of having fun you know okay. yep. now that i understand that for example like there's like a stakes at it that the community is looking at it and things like that and that uh, results are expected mm -hmm. and that i'm getting paid good for that you know now i start to realize that yeah i have to have to actually like start to try you know yeah. like start to start to run and things like that going like uh get ready for myself and things like that and yeah so like uh, this year i take it way more seriously than before that's for sure okay yeah so i think it might be a good timing i guess you say it might take it a little bit more serious um because there's like a big push now knowing you know ambush um it's their season is happening and especially that CDSC kind of kind of help a lot of those people that like of watching soccer mm -hmm. um probably myself you could see that 
you know, I'm watching soccer 24 seven, all the African cups and world cups, but there's others that kind of starting to wanting to fill the gap of Saint Louis SC. And now there will probably be a lot 